what's going on? Good morning. We're back at it again today. Up and at them. I realized I, my intro song is uh, the William Tell Overture. And it sounds like, I mean, it reminds me of like, um, what do you call it? Like Bugs Bunny. Dun, 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 dun. And I don't know why. And it's always, but it's always, and it's in, somebody's on a horse at some point. Oh, maybe it's the, maybe it's the Lone Ranger, the original Lone Ranger. Or the new one that was atrocious, maybe I have no idea. Um, but it's, it sounds like somebody like a shot out of a cannon, right? And then I'm always, <laughs> always get on the fucking horn here. I'm like, oh, okay, here we go again. It's bringing everything down from that music. And I, you know, I don't hear the music. I put it in post production, quote unquote post production. It's not really, it's not a whole operation, believe me. But uh, what the shit is this? When I see a lot of brake lights outside my, like the first street that I'm on, flashing lights and shit, like what's going on here? Can I, can I just get, see, this is why, this is why I, I never match the mood of the theme song, because this life gets in the fucking way of me having any sort of, ah, Christ almighty, there's brake lights on this road, second road, there's lights. This lady is waiting 45 minutes. You don't have to wait until the fucking school bus is past you. All right, let's go. This is one of my conversation. As you can tell, we're on our way to work. Sometimes the road rage just takes over the program. That's all there is to it. You know, something happened this morning. When I, when I first started doing the show, I had this idea of highlighting these, like, these uh, oddball, not oddball, but these... Um, Random, I forget what I called it, random acts of everyday athleticism or something like that. And there's just little things that happen throughout life that let us know we still got something in us. And a couple weeks ago, I was on the train. This kind of made me think of it again. And I got up for my stop and the train like jerked or something. So I lose balance as I'm walking up the aisle. And I, I tightrope walked like an NFL wide receiver like highlight reel to avoid hitting anybody that was sitting down my bag didn't touch a single soul I didn't bump into anybody I did a dance for about I did that tightrope dance for about I don't know three steps regained my balance kind of shook it off and there's you know usually when you trip in public you don't want people to see like you're embarrassed to people to see now the train fucking jerking isn't my fault that I tripped I wasn't just tripping over my own two feet so I don't really care and I want people to see because it was such a fucking impressive maneuver I mean it was it was nimble it was athletic it was graceful and I look up and everybody's looking on their fucking phones it's just like come on man that was an incredible feat it was an incredible moment, and you guys all fucking missed it because you're stuck in your fucking phones. All eyes on me. But the thing is, if anybody noticed, if been somebody I bumped into, and they, they just would have been pissed. I would have gotten this ugly look from everybody. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You, got, you can't bump into me. You're on a fucking train. I don't care if the train goes off the rails. You can't bump into me. That's probably what would happen. You ever see the movie The Commuter with Liam Neeson? It's not a great movie. But it is, it is worth your hour and a half if you just need a fucking Liam Neeson fix. 
<laughs> this whole premise is it commutes from who knows, like Oshkosh to New York. And so, somebody wants him to kill somebody and he's got to kill them before they get home. I forget what the whole thing is. And whatever. So that would have, the train would fucking derail. We'd be going into a fucking, we'd be going into a lake or something. And I'd bump into somebody, I get a fucking dirty look. Like, watch where you're going, asshole. As we're about to fuck die in a, in a watery grave. And then today, this is what spurred this thought on today was, uh, you, this is a little more risque of a story, if you will. So I'm in the shower. So you need to imagine me like uh, Tobias in Arrested Development, never nude, wearing jean shorts in the shower. That's fine. It, might, it helps your visual. That's fine. But I'll give you the quick, the quick run of it. Is the soap like slipped up my shoulder, went behind me. So I'm like up my right shoulder, went behind me. No look behind the back catch behind me. Incredible. I mean, you don't do that shit, man. You don't do that. There's a second later, the soap should hit in the floor. No, not me. I lock in those moments. I'm ready for it. It's like shooting at a trash can. You just want to be able to make that shot. It doesn't matter that it's fucking crumpled up paper going to a trash can. You got to drain it. Got to be money. You just got to keep, you got to stay money. That's it. That's all there is to it right there. It's the constant need to maintain a level of money. Seton Hall, speaking of level of money, Seton Hall, look at that smooth-ass transition. One last night. They beat number five, Butler. Um, Miles Powell, 29 points. Hit a bunch of threes. Butler looked good in the first half. Up 10 at the half. They're a good team, man. Put the hall, poured it on in the second half. Uh, Miles couldn't miss down the stretch. And they uh, closed about Big East. Um, excuse me. The <laughs> Seton Hall is now undefeated in the Big East. Uh, they'll try to uh, keep that going on Saturday noon at MSG. I fucking love those games. I can't always lock into a noon game during the winter, but this part of the of the NCAA season that we're getting into now, where you're gonna get big games at noon, college football is over, and you get into this part of the season for college basketball. I love it. It's just it's just always on. You always put a game on. And like I said, I can't always lock into a fucking game at noon. I got shit to do on a weekend. But it's just always it's just nice to have a sport that you love that's just there, right? As baseball is during the during the summer, it's just always on. Now college basketball, at least you're gonna get a little bit of that in the weekends as we move towards the end of football season. But yeah, noon Big East matchup. Seton Hall tries to continue to dominate. They started off slow this season. Got bumped out of the top 25. Now they're back in. They beat number five, so they might. They'll probably be, probably top. If they don't lose to St. John's on Saturday, they'll probably be top 15 next week, uh, which is phenomenal. And look, as a Seton Hall fan, Miles Powell is in position. He's a senior. He is. You're looking for that magical run that a senior, or just a one, not even a senior, but that one player can kind of carry on. We have, you have good players, man. You have good players in that team. Quincy McKnight had a near triple-double last night, 13 assists. Like, you have a good team built around him, too. It's not just him. There's a bunch of seniors. But him sticking around made you think there could be something magical. I mean, I want to play. I want, you know, you think Final Four, 
If Seton Hall's playing in the second week in the tournament this year, I'll be ecstatic. But then, when, you know, I'll be greedy at that point, too. If we're there, I won't be happy unless we're in the fucking Final Four, so. Uh, yeah, good to see the Hall getting back on a roll here as Biggie's play is picked up. Um, I don't want to... This story, this LSU story is... It's so stupid on every fucking level. So LSU wins a tournament the other night, and Odell is handing out cash to the students. Which is kind of a clever fuck you to the NCAA, because fuck the NCAA. They made a ton of money over bowl season, and that one student athlete saw a single solitary dime of it. Now, the guy's going to the pros. They'll see a few bucks, but there's guys that didn't. I mean, as far as I know, Odell only paid the guys that are going pro. So, you know, uh, that being said, or two guys are going pro. One guy might stick around for his senior year. But it seems like he's going to be a pro, too. I don't know. The only guy that I know is Joe Burrow because he's the only name that non-college football fans here day in and day out. I, number one. That, that was number one. Fuck the NCAA. So if it's if there were fake bills, that's a, it's kind of, it's like I said, it's a clever fu. If they were fake, if they're real, I just wonder like why would you do that in front of cameras? Because it doesn't affect Odell Beckham Jr. It doesn't affect the NCAA. It affects these kids and 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 LSU and the and the university who again they could, most likely they could go fuck themselves too. Universities making out like a bandit. But, you know, now these kids got to answer fucking questions about you doing this. So why are you handing out real bills? You want to give out cash? I got no problem with that. But don't go flaunting on national TV, man. There's cameras everywhere. And you're going to hand out fucking wads of bills? Have a little fucking class, man. You do. You hand out hundreds. You hand out hundreds behind the scenes. You don't hand out hundreds for everybody to see. Who are you showing off to, man? To me, that's like an insecurity thing. If, you, if people need to see you handing out cash, that's like you're just longing for some sort of attention that I don't know what you need it for. But now these kids, these kids got to answer questions. LSU's going to come, NCAA's going to come. Oh, Dell's got nothing to say. He's nothing. They're, they're accepting money from a booster publicly. You know, essentially it's, it's going up. And then Joe Burrow goes on a podcast yesterday, he goes on... Uh, or not yesterday, but after the championship, part of my take, he goes on. And he goes, yeah, Odell handed me cash. So, come on, man. <laughs> you, can just, you can just say no comment. You don't got to fucking be cool because they're the cool guys. All right. I mean, it's just more problems. And Joe Burrow's a rat. That's what I got out of that. Joe Burrow ratted out Odell right then and there. I know Odell was doing it, flaunting it. But you can't just give him up just like that. Sound cool? No. Ah, oh, just fuck your image, man. Everybody's everybody comments and things, and they got their image in the back of their mind. Your image should only be, uh, shouldn't be what you want people to think about you. It just should be what you want. Uh, just don't fucking shy away from what the fuck you are. So I don't know. 
I don't know. That, that was a weird rant about Joe Burrow. I don't know. I, to me, that just sounds like he's trying to sound cool. I don't know. And finally, one more time, fuck the NCAA because they're going to spend a ton of money on investigating this. That just don't, just don't bother. Like at the end of the day, it's 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 a it's a fan. Is he a booster? Is he a fan? It's a two hundred dollars, whatever the fuck it was, a couple hundred bucks. Who gives a shit? Just fucking. I mean, come on. It's it's they're gonna spend so much money investigating this. It's a it's a complete waste of money. But they're gonna do it just to bust these kids and to bust LSU's balls. I don't know, man. The, I don't know where I stand on the whole money issue, the NCAA. My my stance is this: that it is the kids deserve something, but the economics of it and how you actually carry it out is near impossible because there are thousands upon thousands of student athletes that a will never go pro, and that b that nobody ever sees. You know what I mean? I mean, there are NCAA Division I soccer games that happen that, like, 200 people go to. And that's all that see it. So, I mean, like, why are you going to pay those kids any amount of money? I feel like it's any... It should just be the money makers, right? It should just be a contract between the money makers and the students that says... I don't know what percentage it would be, or if you play X amount of games, or if you're involved in X amount of games, at the end of your tenure here, whether it's four years played or two years, whatever it is, if you gra- one upon graduation, you'll receive a stipend for the money that you brought into the. I don't know. It's it's very complicated, and I'm not going to solve it here on I-91 South. I could barely fucking solve getting to work on time. <laughs> Today, man, I got this fucking... It's like, I feel like I just did this like a month ago. It's an all... It's, a, every, it's called all-hands meeting. Everybody does an all-hands meeting, but I'm like part of three separate teams. I'm part of like the overall big team, right, which is the company. I'm part of... I'm part of uh, a smaller but good-sized team. And then within that team, I got my own section. So that's three. So at least three times a year, and I think it's like six times a year, I'm, I'm having these all, all hands-on meetings for the entire team, whatever part, whatever section we're talking about. So today's the big one. It's a whole company, whatever. And I just... I. I always try and find like an angle how to get out of it other than like calling out sick like I just I don't care to go through all this it's just a you know I like I like that they update you whatever I'm gonna say I'll be there for I think like three like two two and a half hours I say two and a half hours there'll be one person that talks that I have some sort of interest in listening to don't ask me why I just, I don't, I just, you know, I'd let, put it in a newsletter. I'll skim over it. I'll probably get more out of skimming than listening. And I feel bad because these people put a lot of, like, I know some people that have been up there before, and they put a lot of effort, a lot of work into it. And then I know this 90% of the people in the audience are tuning them out and are judging their performance because everybody's built for doing this. 
presenting whatever they have to in front of an entire audience of uh, peers and just a bunch of fucking clock watchers and petrol pushers that are basically just waiting to get out of there. And then you break, you get like a granola bar and a water. Come on. That's like the worst part about it. The refreshments. (laughs) If you're going to do one of these things, can you put out like a nice cheese plate with some with some salami and some prosciutto and something, please. Can I get some cheese, like some provolone and some crackers, maybe a little bruschetta, just something, man. You put out fucking granola bars and those little tiny things of water. I'm not saying put out, you know, champagne or even alcohol. Although I wouldn't mind if they gave you a beer for this thing. Wouldn't mind. I wouldn't fucking complain. I'm not saying make it an open bar though. But put out a nice fucking... Give me something. Give me some chips and dip. You get like a banana and a granola bar. All right, man. Like, I'll provide... I'll decide when I'm going to be healthy. Okay? You give me the option to be unhealthy. And I'll decide if I'm going to be unhealthy. Don't give me my only option is to fucking be on... I don't know, whatever. Weight Watchers diet here. Okay? If I want a fucking granola bar, I'll get my own goddamn granola bar. Put out some Doritos. I got to sit through all this. You, I, the people who are obsessed with politics, I, I get it on some level. I've talked about this before. I don't like the the flag waving shit, but just outsider looking in, it's got to be exhausting. It's such a slow moving process. The impeachment trial is starting today. I know there was uh, was a Lev Lev Parnas. So he's he's like a. He's an attorney. Uh, I'm not going to get into the details here. Hey, he had a big interview last night, and we all know it's just—it's such—it's going to go—it's going to swing in a way where um, it's going to land in favor of Trump, right? Trump's not. Trump is not leaving office. He's not. The only way Trump is leaving office is by dying. I'm fairly certain about that. I'm fairly certain he's going to win a second term. I'm fairly certain he's going to try to find a way to stay for a third term if he's still alive. Then. And I don't mean that because he's old. He's fucking old. And he's losing it a little bit. A little bit. He's fucking losing it. He, he's been a lunatic for a long time. He's been a jackass for a long time. But now he's, you know, he's slipping. He's losing it a little bit. right? But I'm fairly certain the only way he's leaving office is, uh, is, is by death. That being, that being said, this is, this is such a slow burn of the impeachment trial. It's hard to not be exhausted by it already. And it hasn't even fucking started yet. Just getting here has been exhausting. So if you think that a year ago you were tired of this presidency, just you haven't seen anything yet, man. This is you're hitting your stride now. That's not what you wanted to talk about. I wanted to, I wanted to make a prediction here um, for for the, the elections and stuff like that. Democrat had another debate. If you could sit through that shit, God bless you. I I definitely couldn't. Um, Joe Biden is leading. He's the leading candidate for the for the Dems right now. That I cannot imagine a worse candidate to have. I'm not saying I'm all in on Warren or Bernie or uh, Mayor Pete, but why is Biden the number one guy? Biden had a chance. You know, he could have run in 2016, coming off you know eight fairly successful years popular presidency with Obama 
at the helm. He could have. And he decided not to. And now he's coming back after four, you know, three years out of the public eye. And he's just, and he's, he's lost a step too. My prediction is this, that Biden will get slaughtered. I got a feeling like Bernie and Warren are going to split. Biden's going to find out a way to get the nomination. And he's going to get slaughtered by Trump. I think Warren and and Bernie could give him a little bit of a run. But I think Biden has zero chance. That being said, I think Trump's going to win no matter what. Um, Legitimately, you're legitimately. I got to go. Have a great fucking day. Don't take any shit from anybody. Be back here tomorrow. Oh, we'll not be back here tomorrow. Uh, Tomorrow will be Sunday poor. Check that out. Um, I will post that on social media for you. So have a great fucking day. Don't take any shit. Talk to you.